Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to Meet the Makers. Welcome to episode number 14 of the Meet the Makers podcast. In this episode, we're heading to Berrien Springs to check out Domain Berrien Cellars. And it was just an absolutely wonderful time, you know, in the heart of wine country and at the peak of harvest season. You know, the grapes just coming off the vines and going into the tanks. I mean, I had the sweet smell of Cab Franc grapes getting ready to ferment in the tanks i just i i got so close to them that i just wanted to dive in but uh wally from domain berry and cellars wouldn't let me do that he just let me sit close enough so that i could smell that sweet smell of those grapes and we got to chat about all the things that he loves about wine and all the great people that he has working with him all those people make a great place like domain berry and cellars so let's uh pop the cork on another episode and have a delicious glass of the Meet the Makers podcast. We're here at Domain Berry and Cellars, and you know, uh, Wally, when I told everybody that I was going to come to Domain Berry and Cellars, they said, well, you got to talk to Wally. Wally's the guy. Wally, you've been here for how many years now? Well, we opened our winery in 2001, and that's when we started receiving customers um, here at our, at our vineyard. However, in 1992, my wife's father, Tom Fricky, had the, the vision of a great Midwest vineyard on yeah. one of the best spots, what we kind of say, a spot on a spot. Right. And uh, so in 1992, Katie's family bought this property. It was an 80-acre tart cherry farm, and we started taking out cherries okay. and putting in uh, the noble wine grape varieties um, that we were, yeah. we were making wine as home winemakers from. Wow. So about nine years of uh, making, you know, wine already already on the property, right? So you're growing the grapes and then you already started making wine before you guys opened in 2001, right? Yeah, yeah. We had been, our our vintages had dated back into the 70s when we were home winemakers. But what we realized was the way to make a great wine. And and at that point, it was a wine that we liked to drink because our tastes were, were, uh, we're rapidly um, getting better. Sure. And we didn't want to make wine that we went, eh, oh, we got to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really, really motivating to make better and better wine so right. we could share it with family and friends. And, and the one thing we knew is we had to control the raw material. Sure. And so we looked for a great site and we looked for a place that would grow what we call wine fruit, not just grapes. We got right. a lot of grapes on the farm, but really, if you look inside the skin of that grape, that is wine fruit. That is uh, the, the the old world style way right. of growing the wine from the ground. Wow, that's really cool. And the, the fact that, that you said your your father in law had the, that, that vision of this is going to be a good property. Like it, it's it's growing tart cherries right now, but the wine grapes can be here and they're going to flourish and it's going to be right, awesome. Right, right. Well, he didn't just stumble upon that. He grew up sure. on, on a farm here in right. beautiful Berrien County already. So yeah. he knew uh, the Bonneville uh, fruit basket that, you know, Southwest Michigan has to offer. Yeah, and you definitely notice it. I mean, obviously that's why there's so many wineries uh, all kind of just kind of right in this spot especially but i mean obviously all across southwest michigan but i mean you go across the street you go down the road just a little bit and you're going to find a lot of wineries and uh how many acres of of grapes do you guys have here 
Uh, well, the property's uh, 80-acre property, 40 acres we have covered with vines. Wow. And we have that spread over 21 varieties. And though it feels a little undaunting at times, mm-hmm. having so many different um, grapes with different time schedules, it's really allowed us to have a very well-rounded, 100% estate, um, you know, yeah. wines grown right here, made right here, um, to offer a lot of different tastes. So we have something a little bit drier. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of reds. We have some sweet stuff. So we kind of have a, a shoe for every Cinderella. Right. Yeah. Th- no, that's that's a definite uh, a good term for it. Uh, and, and, you know, I love it because we're hanging out here uh, in in the, uh, I kind of like to call it like the science, mad scientist lab, uh, because you got all the, uh, not only you got the grapes, the fermenting and, uh, the smell is just absolutely wonderful. But Amy, wonderful. she doesn't really look like a mad scientist. <laughs> she looks like a cute scientist. Yeah, Amy that, that works with you. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, definitely, uh, a mad cute scientist, I guess you can right, that. Yeah, right, right. that totally works. Uh, but you know, sh- you guys are, uh, hard at work because the harvest, uh, happened, you know, just a little while ago. So you guys are, uh, mad at work uh getting everything ready and getting things in the barrels and doing all the the science behind uh taking the grape from the vine and then turning it into uh delicious wine right and it's it's really exciting because i mean i can speak for myself i can speak for a lot of my friends we we get together and we talk about it this right. 2017 harvest not just for domain mm-hmm. Marian, but my peers in the area yeah we are just tickled it has become a splendid harvest mm-hmm. that heat we had in september really really ripened the grapes too yeah uh incredible it's it's awesome yeah many people that i've talked to have said that that 2017 vintage is going to just be very very nice because and that was the thing that i wasn't i was kind of worried about i wasn't sure how that affected uh you guys as you got closer to the harvest was that that very strange like 90 degree weather that we had for you know, almost a full stretch of a week um but like you said it's it's good just, I mean, from a, a heat and grapes and right. wine point of view, I mean, we need the heat. And that's sure. kind of the cool thing about Southwest Michigan. We do get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have it at that late in the season when the grapes are, you know, a couple of weeks from being picked, that is probably the most uh, strategic time that you could ask right. for that that heat wave. Exactly. And, you know, you said uh, you've been making wine for how many years? We've been making wines. Our first vintages dated back to the 70s when wow. we were we had a, a one and a half acres about six miles south of our current location. Okay. And you were just doing it for f- kind of fun and, and yeah, doing fun. it for what you liked. Uh, you and- know, get, <laughs> get a little buzz going. Exactly. Kind of exactly. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and like you said, is when you're making the wine, you want to you want to make wine that you like. Right. Obviously. I mean, you're, right. I mean, what else you got to do with it? If you're, you're making small batches of wine, you got to enjoy it. And uh, like you said, your palates start to change over the years of doing it. And it's like, oh, well, we've played around and we've we've made uh, quite a few different types of wine. So it's like, uh, you know, like you said, with the having the larger property, it's uh, made it to where you took a hobby all the way into uh, something very successful and very just fun. And uh, you but you get that, like you said, that cool, still uh, still a very cool experience um, for the people that come here and enjoy the wine and you get to you know talk to them about all the you know the things that you love and uh you know you obviously want people that um have a love for wine right 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 Alec. we were talking earlier um though we have a great event every mm-hmm. summer out here on the grounds we're not really that event driven winery mm-hmm. we're more that winery that is really really focused on great wine and providing that great mm, wine experience yeah. kind of thing well you you get a great experience even when you just 
pull up the driveway. I mean, you're you're surrounded by the vineyard uh, as soon as you pull in, and then you walk into the tasting room. And uh, one thing I do want to talk about with the uh, the tasting room, um, I noticed as I was w- walking through, looking at the bottles, and then I noticed there's a top shelf that has uh, very enormous bottles. Uh, and- eBay. And those you can get you can get the giant bottles and you can get wine in those bottles, right? Right. And <clears throat> what we do is um, there's a long history, and we really probably can't get into it. But I, I recommend people that are interested in large format bottles to Google it. They're all named after biblical kings, okay, from the old days. But to make a long story short, we do do those on a custom basis okay um year in and year out for folks um they can hold as many as 20 bottles in wow. one bottle so it's great for an event uh, a wedding yeah or anywhere when you're gonna pull you know 20 corks sure and what we do then is you know when you drink that bottle we have you bring the bottle back next year and we will uh do a little tasting in the barrels and we'll fill it up again with the new vintage for them that's really cool, and that, like that's almost like a great uh, wedding gift to someone, and say, right. "Hey, how about in your ten year anniversary? You invite us all back, and we uh, we break that bottle open." Uh, the, the, another cool thing people have done with that large format bottle is matched it with like their first baby's year. Yeah, and in that size bottle, the wine ages slower mm-hmm. than in a regular wine bottle. Right. So you can now open that 20 years from now with that person or 21 yeah. on their birthday and have this mem- memorable, you know, this was from when you were born. Oh my gosh. Kind yeah. Stuff. That's a really cool thing. Where do you get those bottles from? Uh, we have Wherever different suppliers. Yeah. They're all... Most all of our good wine equipment and wine things come in from, you know, whether it's Italy or Germany or France. So they come from somewhere Mm -hmm. there. I get through my distributor here. Sure. No, that's a great thing. I mean, that's I had never seen anything like that before. And that's the first thing I asked uh, is you guys guys sell the giant bottles like that? We just (laughs) had a guy from Texas who likes our wine call up and we hand delivered a large bottle up to the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island a month ago. Oh, wow. We basically wrapped it up, put the baby bonnet on it, put it in the backpack, headed towards the Grand Hotel, or Tyler did, and uh, it was like his uh, his mission was to get the bottle to the Grand Hotel. (laughs) Wow, that's a great story. I love that. Yeah, on Facebook, if you drill back into Domain Bearing a Little, you'll see some pictures of Tyler with the big bottle at the Grand Hotel. It's pretty cool. That is really great, and this you know this is a great spot to to check out. And uh, like you said, it's really good for people that enjoy wine, have that uh, you know that romance with wine. Like you said, uh, is to come here, enjoy the space, and then uh, what I love is that you were mentioning that you know you don't do a lot of big events because you've got such a small, tight knit group. But it's a great thing because, like you said, you know. You, uh, we're looking at ninety percent of your your staff, and you know, but it's it's great because you get to uh, you know work hand in hand with everybody that you're working with every single day, and uh, you get to mentor people um, like like Amy, you know, oh, a younger person. So um, I'm very blessed. I mean, yeah. with both Tyler, who has his um, his viticulture experience mm-hmm. through the Michigan State uh, Viticultural Program, and Amy who uh, is uh, a chemistry nerd by trade with a, uh, another uh, document in enology and winemaking. Right. I'm really, really blessed. And, and these folks actually work in my tasting room as well. So mm-hmm. if you come out and you see us, you may or may not see me. I mean, sure. say hello. Right. But what I am just so proud of is the team, Brina, Casey, 
Tony, the mm-hmm. people that will see you, they're so knowledgeable and they're so about uh, that customer experience right. and really asking questions sure. and getting to know what the customer likes about mm-hmm. wine and and really having, you know, if it could take like 45 minutes to an hour to exactly. taste five wines and have a conversation. Right. No, and that's a great thing because somebody that comes and has wine, they want to, like you said before, why you started making the wine is you want to have something you like. And the right. fact that you have knowledgeable people uh, between yourself and all the other people that work here of digging into those, you know, what exactly they like, whether it's something sweet or something dry. And then but through that conversation, you give them the wines that they like. And Johnny, that's something else I want to say is that in today's world and what I've seen that's been kind of over the time is don't be afraid of wine. Exactly. Um, it's not intimidating. Do what you like to do. Drink what you like to drink. Don't let us mm-hmm. or someone tell you you can't do that sure if you feels good to you do it matter of fact do it twice <laughs> i mean but but really importantly drink what you like like what you drink just drink exactly no i i love that uh that 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 is almost a great way to end this whole thing but i do want to dive in a little bit uh more about um you know you said you've, you've been doing this for a long time but it was kind of a hobby at first, right? And right, so right. what was it, when did it all change for you that said, all right, we're going full tilt into, uh, into this? Well, in, in 19, I was, uh, my wife and I were gainfully employed in the Chicago area. Okay. And we were coming up on the weekends to grow our grapes and make our wine and, and do our, our family winemaking. And in 1999, I had an opportunity that mm, if I was going to, Right. Recreate myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been a really, really uh, advantageous time. So we were making good wine, though it was in, you know, only 400 gallons of it. Sure. Uh, we decided to throw our, our hat into the ring and see if we could make not only more of it, but larger batches and, you know, get an opportunity to share what Southwest Michigan has to offer in in wine. And and keep in mind that wine is a soil to glass mm-hmm. transfer. Exactly. And and it sounds corny, but you'll hear sometimes taste my dirt. And, <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really really it. I mean, it's not the proverbial mm, dirt, um, but it is really what uh, our terroir or the French word uh, for our surroundings, mm-hmm. and that's what's captured in uh, a bottle or a glass of wine. Uh, I mean, it's like Galileo said, right. it's. Uh, sunlight held together by water. Exactly. I mean, it is just it is just a mm, a reflection of its ground, its earth, its surrounding, its its beautiful home here in Southwest Michigan. No, and this is a beautiful place to check out. So if you ever have a chance uh, to come here to Domain Berry and Cellars, this is the place to be right here on uh, Lemon Creek Road, right? Right yeah, here uh, in Lemon Creek Road. We're right across the street from Lemon Creek Winery. Mm-hmm. Um, great friends of mine yeah. make some great wines. Uh, Gosh, to come to one one little hilltop here and go to two great wineries, you can't beat it. I know. It's absolutely wonderful. So you need to make your plans uh, just by going to makerstrail.org if you want to plan your trip along the trail and uh, definitely make a stop and uh, check out Domain Berry and Cellars. And if Wally's around, say hi to Wally. Right, Johnny. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.